This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. Let's go to Proverbs 6. Let's go to Proverbs 6. We've been working this for quite some time. Well, I won't say quite some time, but some time. We've been working this, Romans 6 and 16. Let's go there and let's look at what the Bible is saying to us because it is important for us and you and I to get to a place and understand God and understand the things of God. Amen. I want to understand God and the things of God. I want to just do things. Hunt your neighbors say this, or you don't even hunt your neighbor. You can just say this. I want to please God. Amen. God told me something when we were worshiping. He said this. He said, you're going to make decisions that are going to go against the grain. And he said, and the decisions that I give you to make are not going to be based upon what somebody else thinks. They're going to be based upon what I tell you. And sometimes what I tell you is not a popular decision. Somebody say amen. amen. And so when you make those decisions, you've got to be uh, strengthened and know enough that God has got you. Somebody say amen. And that's where it is today. I want to get to a place where I understand God and understand the things of God. Amen. When it comes to faith, we want to balance it. We're taking you to that place where ultimately we will be teaching on that, how we really get to the place where we balance grace and faith. Amen. All right. Look what the Bible says. You're ready. Look up, please. Look up, please. Look up, please. Ready. Read. These six things does the Lord. Hey, stop right there. Come on. Everybody, let's be on the same page. All right. Submission is one of the hardest things to do. Amen. Submission is one of the hardest things to do. You ever notice that I heard a thing about submission. They said there was uh, there was a guy that got stranded on the uh, on the uh, island. Guy got stranded on the island when he got stranded on the island. Uh, they went. They came to get him, and once they came to get him, they got him. They found there was three buildings that he had built on the island. And when they got there, they asked him, you know, what's the purpose of these three buildings? Why did you build three buildings? He said, number one, the first one is my house. You know, I built a house because I'm going to live there. And they said, okay, we understand that. Then they said, the second one, what's the second one? second one is my church. And he said, uh, and they said, okay, you, so you're going to worship God up in, uh, you built the church just to worship God. And they said, yeah. And they said, well, what's the third one? That's the church I left. <laughs> These six things. Did you catch what I said? And so he had already prepared. Okay, I only. These six things dust. <laughs> Later on, you'll go home, you'll go, okay, I got it. Six, these six things that the Lord hate. Yes, seven are an abomination unto him. That means that seventh one is the one that accumulates or comes to bring together all the set, all the six. Amen. So the six is motivated. The seventh one, when you get to the seventh one, is, is motivated by the six. Hunt your neighbors say, oh, yeah, the six is motivated all by the seven. seven I mean, <laughs> six is motivated by the seven. I mean, the seven is motivated, but you know what I'm trying to say. Glory to God. All right. All the six moves forward to the seven. Now, one of the things you have to understand as a believer, you got to get this, that no believer should be wanting to walk in these things. When you find a believer walking in these things or he or she that says she is a believer and walking in these things, that's a problem. 
you should not be settled if you're walking in these things. Before we leave today, we will do an altar call. If you have ever, if you have walked in these things, you need to loose yourself from these things, get away from them. God tells us things he doesn't like. Listen to my heart. God tells us things that he doesn't like. He tells us things he doesn't like. You God tells us things he doesn't like. The reason why he tells us things he doesn't like is he doesn't want us to do them. Somebody say amen. amen. And the whole purpose of that, I don't want you to do these things. I don't want you to be a part of those things. Now, there are certain things, listen to my heart, there are certain things that God says to us, but he doesn't. There are certain things he says to us, certain things he tells us he, like, he doesn't like, and then certain things he doesn't tell me he like. He tells me through the spirit of God, I don't like that. Somebody say amen. So I'm saying to you, when you realize and recognize there are things you don't like or things he doesn't like, you need to deal with those. You need to start looking at those and examine, am I doing those things? Because under grace, just because I'm under grace, that doesn't mean I have a right to continually stay in sin or stay in a place that I'm not supposed to be. Somebody say amen. As a believer, I'm always trying to get better or do the things better. Now, now watch this. It's not saying I'm trying to do works to make myself acceptable to God. It's saying I'm going to do these works because I want to glorify and give God praise and I want God to be pleased. Somebody say amen. Once I become the righteousness of God in Christ, I should act like that. I should talk like that. I should walk like that. Now, there are going to be times that I don't. Somebody say there will be times that I don't. That's why I have 1 John 1, 9 to get me back in line quick. Hunt your neighbor said, 1 John 1, 9 gets me back in line quick. Amen. These six things that the Lord Hate, yes, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue. Now watch this, and I'm going to come back. We're going to try to go through almost all of them today. Amen. I know we've been picking on one and here and there. A proud look, hands that shed innocent blood, and a heart that devises wicked imagination. Feet that be swift and run into mischief. A false witness that speaketh lies. And so if discord among brothers, number, number seven with the bullet is the one I really despise. He said, I hate him, but that one is an abomination to me. I don't like that. Uh, a false witness. Now, all these combinate to one thing. A person that is really outside the will of God. If you again are doing these things, listen to my heart. If you're doing these things, you got to stop. You know, you have the power. If you're a believer in Christ, you have the power. All these things are based upon one word, hate. Hunt your neighbor say they are based on hate. And as a believer, listen to this. As a believer, you and I watch this. As a believer, you and I should walk in a place or get to a place where we don't accept those things. All right. Turn with me to Romans 12 and nine, please. Romans 12 and nine. I want to show you some things before we start to get there is that God desires for you. Listen to this. God desires for you and I, the believer, he desires for you and I, the believer, to follow after him. The guilt. Our steps should be his steps. You know, if I was an angry man one day, you know, uh, I should get to a place where I'm not angry man, walking around with an attitude all the time. Somebody say amen. amen. 
All right. Am I right? I mean, as a believer, there's got to be some type of change in you. When God came on the inside of you, there there was a change that happened. You got to allow that to happen. You know, it's sad when the Christians are the meanest people you meet. Am I right? You know, some of the Christians, man, are just mean, nasty and ooh, glory to God. Amen. And so I have to check. You got to check yourself if you if certain things are coming out of you. Amen. Check yourself. And it's all right to check yourself and start saying, hey, I got to change. Amen. And because change has already been brought to you. Amen. All right. Listen to this. See, because gossip and all that other other mess should be gone away from you. Amen. We should not allow certain things in our home. Let love be without this. Dis- dis- say the word. Yeah, I had trouble. Amen. Abhor. How many of y'all know what abhor means? Abhor means to hate. Hate that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Do y'all see that? That God wants you to disallow that. I don't like. And he's telling you abhor. Now look at this. Abhor that which is what? Evil. So now I don't know about you, but to abhor which is evil, some of that I got to know. Does that make sense? See, because if I abhor that which is evil and then he tells me to cleave to which is good. So I abhor anything that comes from the enemy. And you're going to see that today. Anything that comes from the devil, I'm going to abhor. I'm not going to be a part of. Somebody say amen. You know, I always tell folk this and, and I know it sounds a little <laughs> strong, but hey, you whenever you get in, uh, whenever you wrestle in the mug with a pig, you're going to get dirty. You see what I mean? And see, there's no way you can get out of that without getting dirty. That's the only way you can get out of it is don't get in there with it. Amen. And sometimes, can I be real with you? Sometimes the hardest thing to do, especially in life, is not to be a part of some of that that the enemy is doing. See, because you want payback. I'm going to be real with you. I had a moment. I had a moment. I can't believe I had a moment. I had a moment and Teresa had tell me, no, come on back. Because I said, I said, it's time for a little payback. You know what I mean? Because I said, I said, there are things I know, things I know that are true. And I said, but you cannot fight your own battle. The more you put yourself out there, the more you make it seem like it's you. And so you can't be a part of the mudslinging. Or anything else. I say amen. amen. Hunt your neighbor say, I will not be a part. Don't no, say it like you mean it. I will not be a part. A muslin. I'm a believer. See, you got to be able to say that. I don't want to be a part of. And then when you start hearing stuff. Now, this is what you as a mature believer have to do. When you start hearing crazy, you got to move away. You know, and when you when you, you know, the reason I did this, you know, if I don't know something, I say, I don't know that. And I'm quick to say, oh, I ain't going to put my mouth on that because I don't know that. All right. Because, see, there is a higher, higher person you have to answer to. Somebody say amen. All right. Y'all ready? Let's go. Amen. And abhor the which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Everything that comes from God that is good. Hold on to it. And he's saying, hold on to it real tight. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody's got to be able to look at your life and see God. Yes. Did you hear what I just said? Somebody's got to be able to look at your life and see God. You got to be able to exemplify him in your walk. 
And that's why he says, I'm going to tell you some things, Vern. He's going to say, I'm going to tell you some things I don't like. Well, if my daddy tells me there are certain things I don't like, I don't do them things. But you know what? In the heart of man, listen to what I'm, I'm going to say some things to you. In the heart of man, for some reason, if he is not locked on to God, for some reason, we want to push that button. Once we know the button that irks you is for something on the inside of us, that old nature says, touch it, touch it, because we want to see you act a fool. You see what I mean? You we got to get to the place that you touch the button all you want. It's been disconnected. I'm going to say something that's going to be real strong. I said to you guys this morning is this. If (laughs) listen to this. Listen to this. Where there is no God consciousness, the heart of that person will do anything. You will kill. You will lie. You will steal if you don't have the God consciousness on the inside of you. That's why you wonder, why do people do what they do? They have no consciousness of God. Where there is no consciousness of God, the level of evil cannot be. You cannot project the level. That's why people you were. How does she do that? She did that because she had no consciousness of God. How did he do it? He did it because he had no consciousness of God. When we lose it, remember in the God garden, it was the conscious God consciousness, self-consciousness. When God consciousness left, self-consciousness came back in. The whole purpose of being born again is so that we can get back to being God conscious. Because if we're self-conscious, we'll do anything. There are things people say they wouldn't do. They're doing. I'll never go over that line. I'll never do that. I don't see how people can do it. Now you're doing it because you let God consciousness. Are you with me? So when we hear, I hate these things, there are not to put you in some type of law, but it's just to tell you, I don't like this. Be conscious of what I don't like. Do what I like and watch life be great. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Is that all right with everybody? Yes, sir. Y'all understand what pastor talk about? So I always have to maintain my God consciousness. Amen. Turn with me to second Corinthians seven and one. All right. So I got to have abhor all that which is evil. If he's telling me to do that, there's a reason why. Amen. Real quick. We're going to get through this. Let love be without. Oh, no, no, that ain't the one. Uh, what did I say? All right. There, yeah, a little scared, wasn't it? He? he did that too fast. He's like, glory to God. Seven and one. We're going to give you grace. Why is it easy? Why is it so easy? And uh, why is it so hard to give somebody grace when you've been forgiven so much? Somebody save me. Lord, God, you know, God told me something standing there. He said, "Okay, I won't tell him. He said, because that was for me. And uh, it's where we're going. But I can say this. You and I as believers have to understand who you are in Christ. And you have to walk in it. If he's given you the office and the things to do, do what he's called you to do. Stop being afraid of what other people are saying. You hear what I'm saying? 
See, because a lot of things you're going to say, you're going to, he's going to tell you some things to say and do. You see what I mean? And so you got to be on that same page. Just be on page with him. Amen. And everything aligns itself up right. Having therefore these promises, dear, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from what? Of the flesh and all right, that's that old man. Come on. Perfecting. All right. So he tells me I should be perfecting holiness in what? In the fear of the Lord. So there is a way and it's not law and it's not uh, law living. This is law. This is a, a, a way that God tells me to do. Yeah, it is. It's obedience to his word. There's certain things I ought to do. Somebody say amen. All right, let's keep going. Write this. Uh, Titus, you know, this is Titus 2.12. Titus 2.12. See, there are certain things. Why is he teaching on this? Because there are certain things you need to know. Hunter David say, I need to know. I don't know. I, you know, if, if I'm on the table, how many of y'all went away to college? The older folk I'm talking about. You ain't with no word yet. Glory to God. Baby girl, put, put her hand up by faith. Glory to God, by faith. I'm going to tell you, by faith, I'm going to tell you, my granddaughter, she went to see you run the other day. We're proud of you. You keep doing your thing. Amen. Yeah, keep handling your business. Glory to God. But my, I got to tell you what my grandmother, granddaughter said. All right. This, did you hear about that? My granddaughter said, she, she said, yeah, daddy, they all fast, but there's going to be a day I'm going to be faster than all of them. <laughs> Man, by faith, she already calling you out. <laughs> She, she all about five years, what is she, five years old, not quite five, and she already going, oh, I'm going to be fast as them girls. Oh, yeah. She's hunting you down already. So when you get to the Olympics, look over to the left. That little light-skinned girl, she got something on you. <laughs> She's been confessing this all her life. Amen. Glory to God. All right. God is good. Amen. Isn't it good when your children, they can have dreams and you can back them up? Back him up. Glory to God. Back him up. Glory to God. All right. God is good. Second time. Y'all, uh, what did I tell you? Titus 2 and 11. You already know. Teaching us. Now he's talking about grace. Teaching us that denying, denying. Come on. Everybody say it. Denying. And we should righteously and godly in this present world. So God's going to give me some things so that I can live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. So God wants me to know some things. Somebody say he wants me to know some things. All right. I done gave you about three or four definitions of hate, and it wouldn't be fair if I didn't give you another one. Hate is... Write this definition of hate down. Hate is an emotional attitude towards persons or things which are opposed, detested, despised, and which one wishes to have no contact or relationship. I said that real fast just to see if y'all got it. All right. Now, let's say let's go. An emotional attitude towards a persons or things which are opposed, detested despised and with which one wishes to have no contact or relationship. Hate is the polar opposite of love. Hate means to exclude 
Now watch this picture. Hate means to exclude from fellowship. When I hate something, I don't want nothing to do with it. Are you with me? There are certain animals you hate. Everybody got an animal that they hate. What's your animal? Some folks say snakes. Some folks say spiders. Some folks say rodents. Folk hate certain things. Now, notice she hates rodents. She's sitting there going like this right now. I watched in the corner of my eye. Amen. Now, one of the things some over here said, I hate snakes. Now, one of the things you're going to find out if he hates snakes, she hates rodents. You know, if a rodent is in her house, you can know that she ain't going to be in that house. Mm, that's good stuff, y'all. If a snake, if a snake is sitting on your step, you know, she showed me a picture one time of a snake on her step. And I was like, it's on your step. Glory to God. And she showed me a big, big black snake. A big black snake was sitting on her step. I said, girl, you just enjoyed it. I ain't coming over. I wouldn't even come over. I wouldn't come over your house. And look, you, you go over her house now and see, she showed me the picture, right? I'll go over your house now, man. I'll go over your house now and I'll go, ding dong, come on now. Hey, let's get in that door. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did I ever tell you a story? We was at the building, the old place. We was at the old place renovating and uh, we were all leaving. Uh, I can tell it now, can I? Uh, we were all leaving and... Uh, Remember that? Were you there? We, yeah, and we were all leaving, and uh, uh, so we opened the door, you know, because we had the door locked because we was in there working, and the crew was leaving, and one person left out, and they left out and stepped right on the snake. And I, and I was behind them, and they hollered snake, and I closed the door. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did. I closed the door and then I think I went turn the light out. Ah! <laughs> I was like, it is not, it's not me. Get her, you know. <laughs> and so I closed the door and uh, I had to ask for forgiveness. After that, I did. I did not, I, I think I asked the person for forgiveness because I said, I'm sorry, I just reacted. You know, and uh, I, you hollered snake. I think I saw it and I closed the door because <laughs> I heard her screaming. I was like, I was like, she's a snake. Ah! I was like, oh, you be all right. Run. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. It was Hong Kong, man. I was like, you know, because in your mind, you're like, hey, not in here. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Hey. May they be free. All right. But they didn't hold it against me. They knew pastor wasn't, uh, you know, he just reacted. Glory to God. Now, watch this. What if we did that to everything we hated? The things that God hated. We closed the door on it. You see what I mean? As soon as the holler came that the thing you despised was outside, close the door. Turn the light out. That means, no, no. And, hey, you know, and then when you got time, lock it. Girl, you'll be all right. (laughs) You see what I mean? Can you do that 
when it comes to the things of God. See, the only challenge that comes, now watch this, the things that he talks about that he hates can be found in people. And the hardest thing to disenfranchise or to, to cut off is your emotional bond that you have with the person that this is in. Because it's hard to cut them off because you said, but God, I'm supposed to love. But God said, I ain't that ain't love. When this is showing up, I'm going to show you when this shows up in people constantly, it's moving towards one thing. God said, that ain't me. You should know them by their fruit. A fruit of love will not bear this. No, you're not catching this. And see, and that's why, see. You love people to the effect that you become an enabler. Oh, no, y'all didn't catch what I just said. You, you love them so much, you enable them to continue in their sin. And you don't have a problem with it. But God has an issue with it. See, he told you back in the day, he told you a long time ago to avoid such folk, but you still chill. And so they think their sin is okay. Because you enable them. And you wonder why they won't come out. They won't come out because you okayed it. Not by verbal, but by being chilling. I loved it about you, uh, about your daddy, man. Your daddy, you sometimes just sit down and talk to me. I tell you a lot about your father. Because I know he, you didn't get a chance to know all this. But there was a time, man. I mean, don't let folk disparage who your daddy was. Your daddy respected God, even though there was time he lived outside and he but he knew a presence of the Lord. I mean, when he came around me, he said, I can't hang out with you. I can't. I know already I can't hang out with you like I want to. And you're not going to hang out with me because I'm in something that I shouldn't be. I'm still dealing with some things. I said, I still love you. We can still. Hang to a degree, but you must understand you're not going to change me. And all I'm going to keep rolling your way is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And so something's going to separate us. And it's going to be the light, because if you want to stay with the darkness, I'm going to keep preaching and teaching light. Just because folk are going to church, that doesn't mean that they don't have the ability to fall in darkness and say things that they shouldn't say and do things that they shouldn't do. And you as a believer, being a good friend, a good friend really steps up. And that's the tough part of life is when you have to say the tough things to people who you love. That's tough, ain't it? Yeah, because sometimes you have to say, Doc, you ain't doing that right. Sometimes you have to tell her she's not doing that right. Now, it's up to them to receive it. And see, sometimes folk don't receive it. Amen. But you have to make the decision. I can't let you chill. We will not chill like this. My emotional value. I love God too much. To keep letting you do what you're doing around me and say it's God. 
believers just can't do what they want and then say, it's God. Oh, it's God. God forgave me. And they, oh, thank you. <laughs> Here's another thing I've seen believers do. I'm going down the side road. I'm coming right back. But don't ask God to forgive you. And that sister that you sitting right on side of you, you blasted. Oh, Father, forgive me for doing that evil to her. You don't step to her. Your forgiveness was just fake. Because you need to go to him or her. I'm sorry I did this to you. Stop playing like, oh, no, they stay. If they're not in California where you got a call, they right here. You can go tell them. Stop punking out. I said punk. Stop punking out and call them folk. Go to them folk. I did some stuff. I'm a man. I'm a woman. I'm going to stand before you and say I done said and did some things that they wasn't right. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I don't know why it is that people think, well, I'll just ask God to forgive me. No, 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 saints. I think sometimes you need to you need to judge that through the Holy Ghost. You may need to go to that person because they still thinking you're crazy. And they still see you raising your hands, wondering how you hit them last week. So help them, too, because, see, I do. I see that. How can you raise your hands when you just called me? I know you have the opportunity through the blood to get it right with God. But can you at least say to me, I'm sorry. I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. I know. But can you at least help me in my walk, too? Because from where I sit, you still got issues. Oh, man. All right. Are we all right? Okay, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I'm just trying to tell you, uh, we're so busy over on this side of grace saying it's just free to do anything we want to do. And we're doing things that are outside the will and the purpose of God. Churches have become more of a self-help thing than a teaching of the word thing. I mean, it don't take much to build a church or grow one. And I tell folk this all the time. You may not like it, but it doesn't take much to grow a church without the Holy Ghost. They're out there in the millions. Oh, why you got to talk about churches? Because it's real. As a real shepherd, we'll warn. I ain't trying to get you here. I'm trying to get you to where a place in him. Warn you. Warn. Somebody say Amen. All right. It's got good. Write this down. All right. Y'all getting anything? God doesn't bear fellowship with those who exhibit these tendencies. We just got to get that. There are three things. Write these down. Three things that I can grab out of these scriptures right away. And then I'm going to buzz through them. And then we're going to end up at that last one, man. It's so strong. Um, There are three things that that we can get from it. Number one, it is when we read all these that come out of Proverbs six, We find out that they are the characteristics of Satan himself. And we see that in Isaiah 14. I'm not going to turn there, but you're going to see that in Isaiah 14. They're the characteristics of Satan. If you would read Isaiah 14, you would start to see not only is the characteristics of Satan. How many of y'all know Jezebel? 
Some of that are characteristics of Jezebel. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Number two, we find out that God hates these things. There are three things we're finding out. One is the characteristics of the devil. Number two, we finding out that God hates them. And if God hates them, why do them? I tell husband and wife all the time. Husband and wife, I tell this all the time. If he doesn't like it, why do you do it? If she doesn't like it, why are you going to take her someplace she don't want to go? I don't even like this neighborhood. Why are you trying to move there? Somebody say amen. amen. If you hate a thing, now look at this. If somebody hates it, they don't want no parts of it. Does that make sense? There's always, there's food that I don't like. I'm not going to eat it. I don't care how much you put it on my plate. I don't care who you are. Somebody say amen. amen. I love my mother. I love her. You know the story. I love her, but I will not eat her Brussels sprouts. Especially Sam, I am. <laughs> Y'all understand what I mean? I'm not going to eat her Brussels sprouts. And I love her. And I told somebody this the other day. My mama, don't, uh, mom, don't take this wrong way. But my mama, don't y'all take this wrong way. Is she preaching with me? Are they preaching with me? All right. <laughs> um, but my mama, to me, is best cook. Now, you can say that about your mama, but my mama. I'm talking about, I got the mic right now. It's my mama. All right. All right. And she's the best cook. That girl can cook. I'm like, glory to God. She can just throw anything. And you'd be like, man, you bad. You know, don't even think. Yeah. Yeah. And then she'd be in your cupboards. Well, you ain't got none of this. Ah, we'll make it work. That's, a, that's old school there. See, how many of y'all got an old school mom like that? She can come in, your st- come in your house and take control and give you something. And you go, how you do that? Glory to God. Oh, only one? Mine? Only a few. Okay, I got a few. On this side, look, look. Oh, you, you, bet, you might want to raise your hand, Doc. Glory to God. Your mama's sitting on this side. Yeah. Lord, I'm looking at him. I'm like... Is he going to raise his hand? His mama going to get him later on. Oh, you even want to put your hand up? What? <laughs> All right. Now, you understand what I'm saying? Everybody has a place in their heart for their mama. Amen. Am I right? Everybody has that place in your, in your heart for your mama. If your mama ain't my mama, but your mama probably could cook just like my mama. Amen. <laughs> Miss Irene, that thing was late, but it still came. Amen. It was late, but it still came. Glory to God. All right. Amen. But you understand what I'm saying? But even though she's the best to me on that cooking stuff, and I love Teresa. Teresa can cook. Teresa can cook. Uh, I got uh, my sister can cook. I got family members that can cook. They can burn. Amen. Get down on it. Glory to God. Amen. I'm thinking about food. Ain't that bad? carnal, went carnal, all fleshy. Glory to God. Amen. But even though they can fix Brussels sprouts all they want, Brother Miller ain't going to eat them. Why? Because I dislike them. I hate them. I mean, not with a witch comb, but I, I dislike. So I'm not, you can put them all on the plate. I ain't going to eat them. Somebody say amen. It's the same way when it comes to God and certain things. When he hates it, you stay away from what he hates. So it doesn't matter what somebody tries to put on your plate. Don't eat it. 
when it pertained to sowing discord and all this stuff, don't eat it. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. If it's not bringing us together and tearing us apart, I ain't eating that. Amen. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord.